to a rascal's chicken buttons already. Where is he? Oh man, he said the shit out of me. You'll never guess where I was. <laughs> when were you? 1986. <laughs> yeah. What? I went that far back, bro. That's crazy. That's like, that's like 30 years. I know. 30 years. This is 2016. Uh, I, I can't believe this, man. Yeah, I had to go back to see what it was like to come in 1986. Wow. Were you doing it watching aliens in the theater? Where no, were you? Actually, I was spying on some fly honeys. You know what I'm saying? I can deal with that. In it's the bushes. Oh. Me I'm... and Gwildor, we were... Gwildor! <laughs> we were watching some fine-ass <laughs> tricks. That's Whoa. my favorite thing to do in the... In the... When I was in 1986, I did the same thing. I know. So. I was five, but... Yeah. <laughs> Whew! Well... Alright. Hey, everyone! <laughs> it's like a Mr. Rogers thing I know. situation. Here I'm the one with the cardigan. <laughs> hey folks, Chris Seaver here. And I'm welcoming you to the first episode of It Crept from the 80s. With me is special guest, Casey Bowker. Hi! My cousin, and all-around geeky bon vivant. <laughs> That's definitely how I would describe myself. Yeah, so, um, this show is really just a fly by the seat of our pantaloons. And, uh, uh obviously we're just going to be talking about 80s culture. We are going to throw in some 90s things here and there, Casey. Little 90s. Just so you know. Okay. Yes, a couple early 90s. Okay. I don't think we'll go past... 95. If that. Nothing good came out of <laughs> uh, So, but there's some things that teeter on the brink, you know, and, and certainly stuff that I know that we were both fans of in those early 90s oh, yeah, years. So. Absolutely. But I wanted to focus more on the, the whole 80s, the decade, and, and what it means to me, what it means to you, what it means to life in general. In our bubble, our geek bubble, we wouldn't be here bubble. if it wasn't for the '80s. So, um, but yeah, so it's and it's each episode is just going to be, you know, we will have a certain topic, but we're going, but we're certainly welcome to talk about other things as long as it's in the, the time frame, the decade. Okay. Um, so right now we're reporting from one of the geek rooms. Um, there will be pictures. We'll show. Well, I'm talking okay. right now, as right. I'm saying this, okay. there will be <laughs> shots of the room, but uh, uh, we will try to do it from this room or the, the theater room. Yeah. So, uh, maybe down in the, 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 I guess, Star Wars room, I guess you would call it, or yeah. sci-fi room. Sci-fi room. Whatever. Yeah. The living room. But um, whatever room, it'll be geeky, and you're sure to see 80s shit in it. Um, so... I want you to hand me that phone to see who the hell's uh what talking to me. You know what? I don't even know what this contraption is. The '80s were a 
a wild time, you know? Like, we talk about it a lot on our show, uh, our podcast, Gourmet Scum Radio. Every episode we talk about the 80s, but it's not an 80s, you know, per se podcast. We, we talk about things nowadays, too, but 80s culture is so in, entrenched in our lives that, uh, you know, we can't escape it. Yes. This episode is just a general what the 80s mean to us okay. um, and how we've carried it through to our uh, adult selves, really. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and again, if you have heard our podcast, The Gourmet Scum Thing, uh, you know a lot of this, but, <clears throat> and you know, we won't go into too much detail with certain aspects of you know, our lives and this, that, and the other, because we've, we've gone over it, but, um, I was born in 1977. Wild times. <laughs> I, uh, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I guess the 77 kids are called the Star Wars babies, I guess. Um, so, or so I've read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Are I'd you like, guys in like a, a group together on Facebook? <laughs> I guess so. I should create one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I was uh, cooked in 77 and I popped out. And here I am. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> um, so I was lucky enough to grow up in the 80s. Um, right at the... I mean, I turned into a teenager going from the 80s to the 90s. Um, so I had my sticky formative years in in the gook. Gak! Yeah, the oh, gak. gak was 90s, probably. In the slime. <laughs> in the ecto-cooler of the 80s. <laughs> yes. Um, and when were you born, Casey? I was born in 81. Um, so yeah, more of my childhood was all 80s. Teenage years were, were 90s, for sure. But, you know, where you'd get loaded up, you'd party. <laughs> I would totally do Lots that. Lots of trim shaving in the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. They call those the heady 90s for a reason. <laughs> the shaving our heads. Or tip heads. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. 80s culture, though. I mean, like, every, every day I can't... We talk about it. At least some reference, whether... I'm watching the Goldbergs on TV, or watching the 80s. It's a fantastic show. It is a good show. Um, watching 80s movie. Well, yeah, think about, think about that. Think about Goldbergs. what do you jump towards more than anything in your movie collection? Do you tend to watch something present, or do you grab from something 1980s? Yeah. Just recently, uh, me and the wifey, we watched Back to the Future... Uh, Better Off Dead. Uh, what else did we watch? Um, the Goonies. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> movies like that where you, uh, pretty much you see them every year. You watch oh, them every at year. Least, you know? At it's least. At least one of those. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And, yeah. and, and we, I mean, I, you know, I assume that it's like this for every generation. You know, every person who grew up in their particular decade. Probably. Loves that decade. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly seen... Uh, there's, I mean, there's a, quite a few people out there who, who definitely hate the 80s, grew up in the 80s, and, and, gl and is glad that the 80s are over, but 
I am not one of those Are they people. older than us, though? Like, yeah, they're probably a little older than us, but... Yeah. You know, I definitely have seen people who are like, man, I'm glad that time was over, you know? It's just like... They were probably, like, the ones who, like, did coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those ones who are, like, typical, like... Yeah. What is that? Less than zero Less than people. zero, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> total type total of... RDJs. Yeah. <laughs> those are the guys who hated the 80s. I think he had a pretty good time during the 80s. Wow. Yeah. If he RDJ, remembers Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> I was uh, wearing my my John Hughes shirt um, the other day because I thought I was going to go see Ferris Bueller's Day Off today in the theater. Um, but I'm not. So I'm here, though, spending... If I can't see it in the theater, I'll spend it here with Chris talking, talking about, about it. About it. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. You, uh, I was going to say, like, 2016 and... I would say the last maybe four years or so, um, well, I guess even the last, you know, eight to ten years, really, like, in this millennial time, there has been a real it's been a resurgence. resurgence of 80s culture, um, good or bad. Mom jeans are not good. <laughs> Those are, like, in fashion hey, man. for some weird... I saw overalls, like, people wearing overalls. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, um, but th that's bad. The good, I mean, we got shows like The Goldbergs. Yeah, uh, right. Ghostbusters is going to be out in a couple months. Like, constantly 80s movies are getting uh, remade. Either remade or turned into a film. Right. Um, Though there's a Lethal Weapon TV show. Did you watch yeah. the preview? I didn't watch the preview. It actually doesn't look. Horrible. I just don't know. I was shocked. I don't know, man. I was shocked. I don't know. I was like, this is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But, yeah, I mean, like, fuck. Even music. Even, like, I well, listen to a lot of synth pop. I mean, look at Chromio. Chromio, yeah, but I mean, like, there's people like Mitch Murder and uh, Robert Parker. Whoever did, I think Mitch Murder actually did the funk, uh, well, Kung Fury soundtrack. I mean, soundtrack. all those guys. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's another thing we'll talk about, too, is 80s, 80s music. Oh, um, that's going to be a couple episodes, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it can be intertwined with anything. Yeah. Um, we just The subject just happens to fall on 80s music, then we talk about 80s music. Yeah. So, but, um, growing up, I think uh, we were definitely a generation of, of uh, VHS kids, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. And that has a lot to do with our adulthood to this day, doing the VHS thing, going to video stores. Shooting this on what almost is like being... Almost, yeah. yeah. Each episode is going to be different quality. Yeah. Um, I think this is good, though. I think that's part of the, the fun. That's yeah. part of the fun of it. Yeah. Um, there'll be some 1080p HD, and there'll be some... <laughs> VHS. One 4K Blu-ray 3D <laughs> edition. Um, but, uh, yeah, as I was saying, like, I think the VHS sleepover party time uh, kid from yeah. the 80s is, is definitely who we became, who I still am. You are. <laughs> if I could... I would do it every weekend still. You're about to have a big sleepover in a couple weeks. Well, and that's... A, <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> that's a, one of the reasons uh, why I started this thing called Gash Bash. 
Um, which was... <laughs> I just want the person who has not seen anything who happens about Gash Bash. Because <laughs> we say it like whatever. Gash Bash is just a... <laughs> You know, surely a, a a nasty term for Whatever. what for what the what it is, but yeah. it's a gathering of <laughs> all of the friends, all of my friends who are scattered around the country. Uh, for year, first of all, for years we've made movies under different monikers, low budget pictures we had for twenty years, then Warlock Home Video for three years. Now Midnight Kids Productions, um, but in that time, all of my friends are also the cast, the crew of these films, so when we would get together, we would make these movies, but we would also want to hang out and have fun, and because we all love each other. We're, I mean, we're like a big family, um, and this has been going on for years, years. and years now. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, well, it's the 25th anniversary yeah. of, of what I've been doing as far as a filmmaker. Um, but anyway, Gash Bash. So Gash Bash was created, first of all, essentially to get the group together, not make a movie, but get together and just have a huge five-day sleepover where we'd watch movies, we'd geek out, we'd swim, we'd grill, and that's it. It's party. Um, party central. You know, we've had two Gash Bashes where they have... Made a movies. We have made movies, and we've had two Gash Bashes where we didn't make movies. And this year, we're not making a movie during Gash Bash. So, it's going to be exciting, and it's going to be a pretty hefty crew. So, um, and we're going to do an episode uh, when they're all here. Uh, oh, yeah. Crep from the 80s, where it's going to be very... I mean, it's going to be really geek off the charts in this one. It's going to be a whole bunch of us in, in, in the theater room and probably eating 80s cereals and <laughs> hanging in our pajamas. We'll, we'll be drinking 80s drinks. <laughs> That's right. We'll Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler comes Ecto Cooler out. is coming back May 30th. So, uh, oh, you know, God. get out there and hoard it because I'm going gonna, gonna to buy a lot of fucking... Do you remember what it tastes like? I do. Like, uh, I really when's do. the last time you had it? Because didn't it... Couldn't, like, Josh find... Like, one of our friends, well, I think, found Josh some. found it, but I didn't have it. Okay. He had it. Okay. And he... Josh is a huge Ghostbusters fan. You'll yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I do remember, I remember it having, like, a tart, like, almost like a soury it is taste. A, it is a... It's a tangerine... It's lime? And orange... And orange, tangerine and orange, really. Like but, but not. But it totally yeah. isn't. It's like a mix of those, but, like... High there's a weird. <laughs> there's also another tingy taste to. I don't know, but it's it's delicious. Yeah. Extremely sugary. Oh yeah. Um, and just in case, I'm gonna stockpile that shit because I think it. I think knows? it would be good to have at least one case or whatever. Just I don't. You know, the only thing about those is like I would imagine there's gonna be a time period where it will eat. Well, yeah, but they're the doing thing. but they're doing cans and the boxes. They're doing cans. They're doing cans and juice boxes. Okay. So the cans we can let's save those as like a juice memento. Boxes. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, yeah, I'm gonna those Got will be in the fridge for sure. Um, and that's a good thing when they do these '80s reboots of certain things is that you know if you're so. Chris and I have gone on in length about Fright Night, and 
can they I see it? You, I don't know if you can see. We'll, You'll we'll, see. We'll it. go to a clip. We'll go to a clip. We'll just go to a quick thing. But yes, the Fright Night Shrine. But yes, Fright Night is. Um, <laughs> so they re they remade it. Uh, I don't know, like ten years ago. Two thousand eleven. So, <laughs> fuck. At that time, you know, Fright Night was now top of mind for all these people who may not have known it, or like us who have worshipped it. Um, and there was a lot more Fright Night stuff that you could find. Because I don't think, like, a lot of the stuff that Chris has, I think, came as a result of it. Because before that, I don't know if there was a lot. No. You, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> these are actual, the, like... No, but, like, the box and, like, the bust and all those things. Not, like, the old stuff that you've had. The bust was before. The bust was before? Yeah. Hmm. The only thing that's up there that I have because of that remake well, is the koozie. But I'm saying, like, I feel like more things go into production. Well, they do. They certainly As do. a result. Like, people take old stuff Look at and make it. Well, that is 80s. And it's happening again with Voltron. And Turtles, there's Voltron is back coming again. back. Oh, God, yeah, Voltron will be more toys. Um, but the Turtles is just... that. The Turtles seems to be every, like... Turtles haven't yeah, gone, It just keeps really. recycling and yeah. making new cartoons and toys and... Video games. So now the new movies are out. So. Yeah. Um... But we love all that shit, too. Yeah, well, t totally. Totally. And I'm sure we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, I don't know what we were talking about, but that's okay. There's no structure to the show. <laughs> that's what's great about it. It's like podcasting, but you can see it. <laughs> We've done a couple live podcasts. Some big, goofy little things yeah, that happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is, like, a critter going to walk by or something? <laughs> I wish. Smell Jabred! <laughs> well, we went and saw Critters in the theater a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, 35mm print of Critters <clears throat> at, uh, at the Little Theater here in Rochester, New York, put on by Fright Rags and our buddy Ben Scrivens. <laughs> yeah, we're in, um, we're in Rochester, New York, which is the home of Kodak. So, Rochester, New York actually ho holds... Eastman. Yeah, Eastman. Um holds the biggest film archive in the world outside of Hollywood. So, we, though, there's no Alamo Draft House because if there was, A, we'd probably be running it, and B, <laughs> we'd be playing, like, the movies that people actually want to see, but every once in a while, like, Fright Rags, thank God for Ben for, for doing what he's doing. Yes. It's only once a month that he's showing, like, sweet movies. Um, yeah, but throughout the years, he has put on events like that. Yeah, he has. Um, yeah. I mean, he brought Fred Decker here. Um, yeah. Probably, I guess now it would be close to, it was like six years ago. Yes. Um, that Fred Decker came, <coughs> and I got to meet him and talk to him for 20 minutes, have some shit signed, because Fred Decker is also responsible for two of my favorite films of all time, The Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps. Squad. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so there are people out there in Rochester who actually give a shit and try to uh, cater to our generation. Ben is my age, um, and um, he loves a lot of the same shit that we all do. And he tries to bring back that feeling, the nostalgia. And that's, that's really a big connection to us 80s adults. Do you know what I'm saying? Is the, the nostalgia? The nostalgia factor. Yeah. It really is. And some people like like to put that down, like, oh, it's just a nostalgia thing. So what? It doesn't matter. I enjoy it. I, I guess... Hang like, on to it. Like, it 
it, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I guess I could understand it in certain ways, but, like, I don't think... I We've talked about it on the podcast. The 80s, I think, is the decade that's more prevalent now than any other decade. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that come back from the 60s and the 70s and stuff like that. Not so much the 90s, but, like, the 80s... Like, there's a reason why we're getting a Predator movie, a Ghostbusters, Turtles... Uh, Voltron, like, all this shit, because that decade, like, shaped the shit out of, like, everybody. Um, everybody who's, like, running things now, who are our age and a little bit older and stuff, it's like, they get it, that there is not as much nostalgia for disco. Like, you know what I mean? They're not well, seeing, like, disco movies. You also gotta think, though, that they're not, while they, on the surface they look like they're catering to people like us. They are trying to find a new they audience are. with it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, look at how fans react. Nine times out of ten, people don't like... Badly. People do not like what they're giving us today. Um, so, in a way, they are jumping off the brand. You know? Right. Um, but, I don't feel like the main audience are the people that grew up with it. I feel like that's just a... That's icing on the cake. What they want are the new people. So that's why they make them a little bit different. They change yeah. things. Um, and I, as a rational human being, understand that. Right. There's a lot of us geeks out there who don't and just seek to destroy it because it's not what it was. If... So... But you always have what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like, Well, let me ask you something that we don't usually talk about. So we get that as movies. Like, if they go and they change it, like, even if we don't like it, we can always watch the original Fright Night or whatever. If they go and put out, like, a new Booberry, right, mm -hmm. and they change, like, the ghost, would that annoy you? See, that doesn't annoy me. Or if it tastes different, though? The taste different is... Like, is, that would be huge. But luckily, it <laughs> no, don't. No, they don't. When they keep putting out those monster cereals, they taste the same. Okay. I mean, there's a... I mean, I can go into the store right now and get some of the sugary cereals, and the recipe has not changed. All it does for me is it just... Even that's nostalgia. That's what I mean. I mean it pushes me back. Yeah. Once I taste that, I'm like, man, I'm like fucking seven years old again, yeah. <laughs> chowing down in my jammies. You know, watching cartoons, eating some fucking fruity pebbles. Yeah. So, uh, it's still out there. It's everywhere, the nostalgia factor. I, for one, enjoy it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't want it abolished. <laughs> I live my life by it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's, you know, and that's, I guess, one of the topics is, like, how it affects our life now. And it 100%, like, shaped who I am as an adult. Well, I know, um, our, so I'm getting my reception for the marriage, um, and we're, what are we doing? Some, somehow, I can't remember what song, like, we're gonna be playing Take On Me. I can't remember what the re, like, if we're coming in. I know we're coming in to Star Wars. I don't remember where AHA's playing, but, like, I was like, we have to have, well, I had, we have to have Star Wars, and we have to have something 80s, um, or else I, I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, 
think of our wedding. Well, his wedding was like, my wedding. Well, I would have a really good time at it <laughs> if it was my wedding, all eighties, um, only in Scott. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it was. It was no, it was great. That music list is great. Um, so I mean, but like that's a huge part of our lives. Getting married to someone that we're going to be with for the rest of our lives, and we insist on we have to have the '80s at this event. Yeah, I mean, like that's huge. I mean, but, we're throwing a, a get-together anniversary party at the end of shooting <coughs> uh, my newest film in October of this year, and it's an '80s oh, yeah. party. Yeah, come dressed '80s. Our Halloween party last year was <laughs> an '80s Halloween party. So, an 80s prom. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I like, can't think of a, a day where the 80s is not in there. Yeah, it surrounds me. It penetrates <laughs> me. It binds me together. Total bodacious babes. Um, it, I mean, movies, music, comics, uh, sex. Definitely, I definitely sex. Have 80s sex. Um, I mean, it all. It's just everything from then is is still here in me. <laughs> it's in my house. Uh, it's in my films when is I'm writing. Is it in your child? Does he feel the eighties? He's gonna. I mean, he definitely <laughs> he definitely loves. He loves Ghostbusters. Eighties because of me. Yeah, like he definitely he likes Pee Wee. Yeah, I mean for sure, Ernest. Everything. Yep. I mean the kid. Yes, but of course he's going to love things of today. Yeah. He loves that stuff, but luckily I got him early, you know, yeah, <laughs> out yeah. of the womb. He, I shoved as much of my love of this culture onto him, and he definitely loves a lot of it. So there's there's things where he's like, man, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is aged. Yeah, this okay. is trash. Yeah. But luckily there's a lot where he's like, this was awesome. So, All right. That's good. You know. And it's great because, like, a lot of the stuff that's coming out movie-wise is based on stuff that he has seen, so he has seen both versions. Yeah. You know? It's he can appreciate it. He's probably the only kid <laughs> who even knows who the Ghostbusters are, like, because he's... Nine. The original, yeah. The original Ghostbusters. He saw the original when he was probably, like, three. <laughs> so he's, he's loved the Ghostbusters, and, you know, kids his age... <laughs> I doubt, unless they had really cool parents, showed them the Ghostbusters. And certainly now, though, because the new movie's coming out. Well, no. So those kids are going to know that. Now, yeah, they're going to know that those girls as their Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then they'll go and watch the other ones and be like, these old dudes? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But. And that's what you Ghostbusters fans need to fucking chill out about. Like, come on. There's a whole new generation that's going to see this movie and be like, just like we did in the 80s and yeah. fell in love with Ghostbusters. Now these kids are going to fall in love with this, you whiny fucking... Be glad that they're even watching Ghostbusters. That they even get the opportunity. And that you could even then show them, well, hey, there was also these Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's a... I get it. Like, they're definitely latching on to a brand and they're making money off of that. But, you know, it's still a win-win because... We're also going to see a lot more Ghostbusters shit come out, like Ecto Cooler, as a result of this new movie. And a lot more toys. Diamond Select Toys has a whole new line of uh, classic Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. You know, there's more Stay Puft stuff than we've seen before. I mean, 
Uh, there's so much. Like, you can't complain about that. Well, I mean, for instance, look at NECA <laughs> toys. Look at... Randy ninety percent is from the 80s. Yeah, well, 90% of everything they put out is 80s related. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You he know? knows what time it is. They're catering to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's all Predator and Alien, but there's other, you know, like Rambo, there's yeah, but, Godzilla. Yeah, the but look Gremlins. at the, the horror. All the, oh, the horror, yeah. The Jasons, yeah. the leather faces. Yeah. You're right, yeah. You know, he, everything he, is... he loves it. So, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just there's so much it's permeating. Yeah, wow. it's, it's thick. Um, and like I said, like with the movies, like I write so... Uh, there isn't a movie that I've made that it ha doesn't have 80s like throughout it. Absolutely. Something 80s. <laughs> or straight up recreation. Yeah. Of 80s, you know? Um, yeah. It's just, I, I love it. Um... I mean, I guess some people have security blankets, and the 80s is my security blanket. You think so? But I you can never give it up. I can't. <laughs> what? Do you honestly think? Would you? I don't know. No, no it's no. who we are. It doesn't make it's any sense. just... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um... We're children of the atom. <laughs> <laughs> children of the elf. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Of the weird Al. <laughs> totally. Totally, man. Like, it's funny, because I can't... Speaking of weird Al, everything past the point, I just don't care about. Music-wise? As far as weird Al is concerned. Like, oh, his music? Yeah. Well, it's because what he was riffing on... I mean, Bad Hair Day's fine. The Running with Scissors is fine. Ooh, I actually, it's all right. Like, I... I it's a ska song out there. Yeah, but once they... I feel like once he made fun of music you don't care about. Yeah, then I just funny. like I like for me the last few Al albums just aren't relevant to me because I don't like the music of today. I don't listen to it. Yeah. So it means nothing to me. But I still love the man. I love that he's still doing it. Yeah. And and he's selling millions of records. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. He's winning Grammys. That is so cool. The Weird Al is still kicking like, ass. Wild. And he so, looks the same. <laughs> really? Well, I don't have the stash. Yeah, and he could cut his hair. There, but, I mean, like... And NECA just put out a toy of Weird Al. Oh, did you get it? Which, no, I want it. Oh, is it out? I saw somebody had it. Somebody posted a picture of hmm. it. It's got two heads. New <laughs> Al and Old Al. I love it. He's got an accordion. Yeah. And, uh, like, a Hawaiian shirt. Probably. Yeah, man. That's funny, actually. That's really funny. But, and I guess to an extent, well, to a large extent... It's still, like, the music, it's what I listen to. Um, I'm not as open musically as <laughs> Casey or other people on the planet. Um, I'm yeah. very close-minded because I know, I know what I like. I instantly know what I like. And there's a lot of music of today that I just do not like. I feel like Chromio is probably, like, the newest... Well, the, yeah, but there's also Bruno Mars who yeah. does... Songs like that, that are '80s reminiscent. Yes, but the majority of his stuff I would not listen to. No, I know. But when he does those fucking, when he hits those certain songs, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, this guy knows what's up. Yeah, you know, That's starting true. with that fucking "Locked Out of Heaven" song, that fucking police oh, song that, that he police did. Song. It's just like, yeah, holy shit, this guy knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's Chromio. I mean, just brings. I mean, it's just <laughs> thick 80s to life. And they're in the studio. I know. I'm excited. And you're not going to get it. They'll make year. it out in like 10 minutes. No, we won't get it this year. But I bet, I we'll bet you it. we get it in. What is this? May? I bet we get it in like October, November. Well, I that would be great. Anything. I would love yeah. a new Chromio. And then they'll album. go on. Uh, Tour, and then now that you have your passport, we'll go. Yeah, I want to see it. It will probably be during celebration weekend. We'll be screwed. <laughs> probably. Or they're playing. Or they'll be in, they'll be in Orlando. That would be magic. We're going to, uh, you know, another 80s love, Star Wars. Star um, Wars Celebration. Next year, 2017. Yeah. Um, I went last year Yeah. For, for my honeymoon, and it was amazing. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, obviously we're huge Star Wars fans. But Star Wars still takes place in the 80s. Well, yeah. The best, I mean, well, yeah. yeah. I would say the fastest two. Other a than one, A yeah. New Hope, yes. Yeah. They're all 80s. Yeah. Well, and... Those other ones. Empire and Jedi are 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Star Wars is bigger than it's ever been in 2016. That's fantastic. It's, yeah. Literally probably bigger than it's ever yes. been. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it is huge. It's spanning every generation. And it's awesome. I love it. And thank God it's, like, good. It's good Star Wars. <laughs> thank you, J.J. Abrams. I know you're watching. <laughs> thank you, Kathleen you... Kennedy. Actually, yes. Thank you, Kathleen Kennedy. Thank you, Disney. They all did it. They all were like, this is what it needs to be. Well, Kathleen Kennedy's a child of the 80s. She gets well, it. certainly. Well, I mean, of course. She's a, I mean, she's fucking... Woman of the 80s, but... She was Spielberg's right-hand woman. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. She knows what we like. Spielberg. Spielberg is... Spielberg. He's still kicking. He's still, James Cameron. He's still doing it. James Cameron's on his own planet. Oh, we're going, to see, we're going to see John Carpenter. We're going to see John Carpenter John Carpenter, months. John Carpenter for his Lost Themes. Themes Volume 2. I think it's gonna... It's encapsulating his musical themes. He's doing everything. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, That's exciting that he's doing some themes from... And we're... Huge Carpenter fans, yes. which, you know, he had his heyday in the 80s. He is my favorite horror director. John Carpenter, hands down. For sure. I can't say favorite director because I love Steven Spielberg so much. Right. Um, I love Peter Jackson for certain movies. But, um... I mean, I think... I love Rob Rodriguez. I love... If you, you think know. about it, I actually love everything movie directed by J.J. Abrams. He oh, has yeah, yet for sure. To, to, technically, he's yet to fail for us, sure. even though J. he's J. only done, like... J.J. is another... I mean, if you... I mean... He's more consistent than all of them so far. Super 8. Oh, wow. I... That's a love letter to the... To 80s. me! <laughs> to, to, to you. You're in that movie. J.J., you made a movie yeah. that spoke to me so much that I cry every single time I watch <laughs> the movie. When I was seeing it in the theater... Well, yeah, I was bawling, yeah. but bawling out of joy. I was so happy this movie existed. I couldn't believe it because I was seeing essentially my childhood on the screen. I remember when you ran into that alien. It was, it was wild. Yes. <laughs> you still 
Do you have that? Where's that cube? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, the super eight, you guys will see the super, super eight cube. Is cube, cube that cube. <laughs> that cube square. No, I want to get that bust. I still because there's a bust that's out of print, but you can still get it on eBay. Um, what? Of the alien. Oh, of the alien. Yeah, it's a cool bust. It's got the super eight on it. I just want to. I want I know, I, any the, pieces of memorabilia I can get. Yeah. I still have an Entertainment Weekly magazine because it has super eight on the yeah. front. Yeah. That does not surprise me. In an me. interview with J.J. and Spielberg. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen... I feel, honestly, like a lot of people have not seen Super 8. Um, and there's a lot of people who don't like it, which just... I did not like the the alien. That was it. The like alien the itself... The alien? Huh? Just like the look the of The look of the alien just looked way too Transformers to me. It was like... And I just remember going... Meh. Like, that was it. Like, everything else, I was riding high. And then I saw that alien, and I was like, well, that was a misstep. But everything else has been awesome. Like, that movie is a brilliant piece of cinema. But, um, if, yeah, if you want to watch another, a modern 80s movie. I, I, that movie is the most Spielbergian film oh, in, Oh, for like, sure. I mean, well, Spielberg produced it. Right. But it was It's Amblin. Oh, I mean, it's an I mean, Amblin film. Damn. Other than Star Wars, it's the most 80s movie that's come out. In the last, like, 20 years or so. I, mean, I it's feel wild. for sure. I mean, there's a... You know, being a huge horror fan as well, you always hear... It's e like the almost e every month, you hear, you uh, know... Like, this follows. the new... Like, you know, throwback to the 80s. Like, and... Is that they do in that? Nine that times out of ten, it's, it's not. It's definitely not. It does not feel like it at all. No. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. The horror has been, like, real... I, I would say that horror is more like that that I see like one good really great horror movie a year. Yeah. It and sucks. you know what I actually watched? I don't want to get too off topic here, but that movie Hush on Netflix. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's on it's in my queue. It actually was I really liked it. And that was a simple it reminded me a little bit of I guess like the Strangers or uh, the other Your Next, which are kind of, like at least Your Next is a little bit more eighties like this is more eighties like. But I thought it was I thought it was a really good movie, good concept. You know, um, also the guest, the huh. same guy who did Your Next. Yes, the guest is totally an eighties movie. Adam Wingard. But now, is that I mean, that movie is beautiful. I've probably seen it five times. I would now. say that's eighties and early nineties because it's a bit like a like a Man. Van Damme movie. Like but it if really, Van Damme was in that movie, you could see that. It, but it like, really it, feels eighties. No, I know, like, but I could just right see down to the <laughs> the music is all Carpenter. Um, the music is all eighties. Music, yeah. style, and yeah. the font. I mean, <laughs> his John Carpenter's yes. font. Well, uh, um, Doomsday. Is a John Carpenter movie. Oh, well, Neil Marshall is a huge <laughs> John Carpenter fan. Yeah. Um, I wish that guy would make another movie. Because Doomsday wow, was... he's just doing Game of Thrones. Magic. Getting paid magic that money. right there. And, um... And he's like a producer on Grimm or something. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Robert Rodriguez when he did, um, Planet Terror. That was yeah. A, that was a huge John Carpenter... Love letters. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, kiss your old scraggly zombie head, John Carpenter. Yeah. But, um... I mean, so, you know, there's stuff out there. It just, it feels, at least for horror, it really feels like you get, like, one 
maybe two big zingers of the year. Usually the ones that are hyped, I do not like. Usually yeah. the It Follows, I'm like, eh. Nah. The Babadook, I, I didn't love. There's bits I like about the Babadook. Yeah, but overall, those big ones that people are like flipping out. Though, I feel it's more... The Witch was... But for me, <laughs> I mean, it's... It's the ones that specifically go out of their way and say... It's an 80s. This is an 80s throwback. Yeah. You know, this... And it's, and it's not. It just yeah. doesn't feel like They're it. They're not. It just... I feel, honestly, I've seen nothing horror-wise that have... That's recreated that feeling for me yet. It just hasn't. Like a feeling of... Of, of the 80s. Of, the of, 80s. Of, of I'm watching an 80s horror movie. Right. Well, because if you're watching an 80s horror movie, there's an element of, like, fun to them. And nowadays, they take themselves too seriously to have, like, fun and horror. Like, you're not going to see... Well, okay, I was going to say, you're not going to see Night of the Creeps, but you are, because it's called Slither. But, like, but like that, you know, it's creepy, it's fun, it's weird, it's over the top. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, a weird-ass character that just is there. Like, you don't see that as much... I don't know. My movies. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to watch low budget pictures. Low <laughs> oh, well, budget yeah. pictures. You want the secrecy? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> Not so much like scary. Well, no, no. <laughs> but the mixing of the genres. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so essentially, I always grab for an '80s horror movie. I oh yeah. Do it's you know? it's like, not. I mean. Trick or Treat, but that's more of an homage. Trick or Treat is special. Trick or Treat is by people who understand. Like, Mike Doherty, like, <clears throat> knows his shit, loves Halloween. Well, Krampus was a creep show. Movie. Yeah, Krampus, Krampus but again, is very, Mike Doherty. Yes. Krampus is very much like Gremlins. The guy knows yeah. what he wants to make. He loves the genre. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, Trick or Treat would be... That would be right up there. It's yeah. Like the biggest, like, huge, like, horror homage to the 80s that actually delivered. That works. It did. At every delivered. level. Every and level. now, to me, it's a modern classic. Yeah, so. I'm, like, looking around and I'm just like, you know, I wish, I wish Peter Jackson would do another horror, straight horror oh, movie. Man. Um, when Sam Raimi did... You mean comedy horror. Comedy horror. <laughs> when Sam Raimi did Drag Me to Hell, I mean, I that, know. that's a perfect... And that was great. Love Again, the shit out of it. Tiny diamonds in a sea of shit cakes. Yeah. Shit coal. You know, and then you got things like like VHS. Those that say that like they're shot on VHS, they're not Fail. shot on VHS. Fail. And there's some segments that I absolutely love in all of them, but still, overall, it's not, it's not the package that they're trying to deliver to you. Like, sorry, they're, they're not. Sorry, guys, if you're watching <laughs> this. Sorry, Bobby Heckman, who's probably watching this, going, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, I love you, Bobby. Uh, you know, I haven't watched any Sharknados. I bet you those probably feel a little 80s. Like, they're probably horrible. I have seen some of them, and they don't feel they like don't. They just feel like shitty. They're just garbage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So, 80s, man. Those were wild times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean we're you know, and we're gonna be talking a lot about '80s horror, um, yeah, because it's, I mean it's a huge thing that I love. It's, it is a huge part of my life, and um, 
the majority of the people that are going to be talking on this show are also like <laughs> they're probably all 80s people freaks I don't, I mean, would you want to get someone on here who's not an 80s freak? Would you like no, to be like, to be. what do you think no. of the 80s? I hate it. No, no, no. That's no. the end of that. <laughs> no, but it's going to be, I mean, certainly there will be people on here who grew up far more in the 90s. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear their I'm interested to hear about. Contrast. I mean, look at somebody like, um, you like know. Like Nisha likes a lot of the stuff from the 90s. Well, but I mean, uh, even somebody like, even somebody like Clint, Clint Kelly, who, um, was born in 88. Okay. Yeah. He was born He's in all 90s kid. So he was a 90s kid. So you guys. But this... that dude loves so much 80s. You know, I think it's all in what you were raised I think on. It, because like, yeah. Um, you know, he certainly loves his 90s because we do fight about like what's good in the 90s and what's not but i would like to have that kind of conversation with like you know but somebody who isn't even like clint who like loves the 80s and these names that were thrown out you guys will see i you won't see graphics of their faces but you'll yeah. see them in yeah. the upcoming episodes yeah. so just stay tuned but um i would be interested to talk to somebody who's more like i loved scream the craft well, uh, I mean, my wife is a perfect... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, my someone wife like who, Katie, if Katie would do this, which you probably wouldn't, but if Katie would do something like this, I want to hear, like, what about that culture? Hey, I would even want to talk to somebody like 70, you know what I mean? Like, every, like, what is what was it about that culture, like, that you still, if they still cling to it? Like, I know yeah. my wife, same way. Like, I love, she loves shitty 90s music. And I'm just like... Oh, like, I don't want to hear, like, can't stop singing in my mind. Like, just those horrible, like, techno, shitty type 90s oh, songs. Dude. Anywho, but, um, you know, like, what is it about that culture that you still cling to, like, we still cling to the 80s? Like, that's what I would like to talk to somebody about. Yeah, it would be good, it would be good debates. Yeah. Good arguments. Well, just not even, just, I want to hear that. It would be fun. Yeah, I think it would be but fun. But ultimately, they would lose. <clears throat> Well, I ultimately, you know what would Anything happen? that they talk about. No, what would happen is, like, everything that they say, you know that they would still be like, well, I did love, you know, Gremlins, and like, nope, sorry, 80s. And they're like, I oh, did yeah. love I mean, the Beastie Boys. Like, like, Katie loves the thing. It, well. You know, John Carpenter's ring. Yeah. She loves Dawson. the thing. You know, she loves the Goonies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's, of course, there's that. But does she think... I think She's All That is better than 16 Candles. Man. Because, like, that's the kind of fight I want to have. Where I'd be like, I mean, I'll lose. throw you out a window. There wouldn't even be She's All That if there wasn't 16 Candles. I know, but I'm saying, would it be funny to talk to that person? We'd be like, no, man. Like, well, I'm sure they're out there because that's what they grew classic. up on. And they found 16 Candles to be pff, whatever. Don't get me wrong. I actually like She's All That. I know Chris doesn't, but. No. It's no 16 candles. <laughs> there, again, that's another good thing you brought up. There will never, ever, ever be another John Hughes. And to me, well, maybe take that back you, though, because to me, Steven J.J. Abrams could go along the path of a Steven Spielberg. Will he make those movies that like 
literally rip your heart out? I don't know, but I mean, like, he's a damn fucking good filmmaker. Okay, that's great, but there's still no John Hughes. Think You're just about saying it. John Hughes, period. Is Think there going to be one? I don't know. Is there, is is there, there likely a modern, no. weird science, <laughs> 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club? No. For me, no. There is not. I mean, I... No. There is not. I, I don't think that there's Nothing ever... that captures that feeling. So real. I mean, it really felt real. None yeah. of that felt fake. None of that felt like actors. Yeah. None of those people in those movies felt like fucking models. And they did wow. it all through the 90s. Yeah. Everybody looked so pristine, so good, so clean cut. No. That didn't happen in the 80s. It just didn't. I don't know. Those those John Hughes kids look like real fucking kids. I'm not even going to debate John Hughes because it's like a moot point. John Hughes is like the master of <laughs> what he did. You know what I mean? And I wish the dude would like come out of wherever the fuck he is. His grave? Yeah. And come back. <laughs> and like just just do it. Did you forget that he died? I always do. I, al <laughs> I always forget that John Hughes is dead. Yeah, it sucked. That's super sad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't realize that because I would probably have cried. Yeah, no, I'm gonna cry. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, when did he die? Uh, that was, was a bit back. A bit Jeez. back. Was Don't it before like the internet was like so? Don't rampant? you remember the Oscars that year? The Breakfast Club came out and gave him a tribute I don't know. at the Oscars. Maybe I didn't watch it. No. I'm gonna go watch it on YouTube though. Now, that is sad. That just went straight the whole thing. Um. But yeah, but yeah, Paul I, Verhoeven is still alive. Wow. Yeah. John still, Carpenter is still alive. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven still makes like really weird like German movies though. I want him to come back. I want him to make King Conan. Do you know how amazing the reteaming of Arnold and Paul Verhoeven would be with King Conan? Wow. My God. It would be like one of the most violent films we've ever seen. It would be epic. Paul Verhoeven, another prolific, uh, you know director, writer of the 80s, and 80s shaped 90s. some of the best movies that we've ever seen. Sci-fi movies ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else? I mean, it's, again, this is just the first episode, folks. So we're going to be talking so much about everything. 80s makeup effects artists like Tom Savini, Rob Bottin, Jimmy Van Brunt. I mean, we're going to be talking about... The Breakfast cereals. We're gonna be talking about. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about eighties food. We're gonna be talking about eighties music, sci-fi, fantasy, horror, movies, music, <laughs> fashion. Fashion. I mean. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess to sum it up, it's it's just in my blood. It's definitely in my my balls. Yeah. Every is. day. I mean, every time I come on my wife, <laughs> on her face, on her buoyant breasts, on her butt. Does he play Bowie's Last Dance? Let's Dance. Last Dance. <laughs> um, there's definitely 80s music playing when I'm creaming. <laughs> and, um, you know. He said cream. Let's not it, watch this shit. It displays <laughs> some sort of 80s pattern when it falls. <laughs> on her person. <clears throat> like sometimes you'll see Punky Brewster appear from my seat on I her face. I would actually love that. That'd be great. You know? Yeah. Um, 
I want a picture of that. One time I came the girls of Facts of Life. <laughs> All of them. Alex P. Keaton was on her nipples. Fashionable. <laughs> um, so it's just a part of me and, and it's never going to go away and I'm going to continue to love it and soak up as much as I can. When I when I find things that I haven't seen from the 80s, it's like a... Well, if it's good. Pandora's like box has opened up. Yeah. You know, so... Um, and it isn't often. It's not. Uh, because I have seen a lot of shit. But there are still things from the 80s that I haven't seen that surprise me, delight me, and I get just as hooked on them. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of crap out there, but... Yeah. Yeah, we get at Bernie's, man. Well, that, that's forever a, a classic. Oh, yeah. And that's late 80s, but still, it's the well, 80s. It's gold. It's, it's right in there. So should they, like, hit... Gotta put, like, a subscribe button down there? Yeah, subscribe, please. Subscribe. Click it on the bottom. And crep from the 80s. Tell yep. us Tell us if you liked the episode. Yeah, leave comments in I'm the I'm sure you'll section. tell us that you hated it. Yeah. Uh, that you hate our faces. It's just that's just the way the internet is. Um, <laughs> you guys' faces are real messed up. Yeah, you're not from the eighties. You think you're from the eighties? <laughs> you got now faces. You <laughs> um, got you got eighty shirts. <laughs> and um, yeah, subscribe. Let 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 uh, other people know and spread the word and, and tell us what you want us to talk about as long as it's eighties appropriate. Again, I'm not going to be talking about politics. I'm not no. going to be talking about dramatic shit. I'm not going to be talking about world events. I'm not going to talk about the Cold War. Not talking about 80s. any of that Ronald shit. Ronald Reagan. It's all fun, goofy, geeky, 80s culture. economics. <laughs> yes. Are we going to talk about those? Yes. We're going to be talking about Pepsi Free. <laughs> yeah, all that. DeLoreans. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Cool, man. Sweet. Fangoria, huge part. Fangoria's Weekend of Horrors. <laughs> Robert England. We gotta talk about Robbie. V, the miniseries. Mm. Folks, you're in for a treat. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of It Crap for the 80s. But Casey, I think I need to go back. To the 80s? I gotta go back. This time, I think I'm gonna go to 1984. Dude, that was a great year. I was three. It was a real great <laughs> yeah, year. It was wild. I was seven. Alright. I'm gonna go back and tell myself, dude, you are in for a treat. <laughs> Alright, man. If you see my three-year-old self, give him a high five. And I'm a gonna... I'm going to tell my seven-year-old self, dude, when you hit 13, you're going to come on a chick's face for the first time. <laughs> you got to show them how to do it. That's right. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. I'm going to find me, and I'm going to take me <laughs> to see uh, maybe Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Maybe um, Ghostbusters. Yeah. You got to. I'll watch my mom taking me to see Nightmare on Elm Street. You don't want to ruin the time-space continuum. You don't want to, the butterfly effect yourself. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll just look from afar. Yeah. All right, well. Beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, beep, beep. I'll see you in the future. What?
He left! He's in the 80s! And I'm stuck here in 2016! Take me with you, Chris! Take me! Take me with you! Hey! What do you thrash? <laughs>